This is for my fallen soldiers We miss you I know you can't be with you Camp on the back of field Life is so real This is for my fallen soldiers Whoa ho 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 We are I am You are Back Tuned in the Herbalize Podcast. Long time winner there. But now we're there. So let's not make a thing about it. Just kick it like a ball and move on. That me a talk about. So intro tune. You miss me? Um Yo, it, it has been a while. Let's not make a thing. The world's crazy. 2020. Who'd have thunk it? I just thought I'd throw a Herbalized podcast into the mix. Um, this has been a hard one, yo. Uh, it, it's taken a while. So the, the intro tune there uh, by artist name uh, DeMarco from Jamaica and the tune is Fallen Soldiers and it ain't too hard to skip the message on this one and doing this episode finally um, I realised this has been a, a hiccup in a part of the hiccup in the progression of the podcast uh, I've gone to edit this and I've gone to do it I, I couldn't even tell you how many times I've picked it up and put it down. Because uh, it's a tough one. Uh, regular listeners of the podcast will remember back to an early episode with two gentlemen, uh, the Crumb Master and Dill Dabbins, both of, uh, you know, Instagram fame. Um, Dill... For those of you that don't know of him, uh, was um, well, he's a fucking champion. He was just a good, solid dude, but he was uh, a gorilla grower. Although gorilla's probably not fair because that motherfucker was balls to the walls, didn't give a fuck, and just um, you know, his uh, man. We were just. If you followed Till on Instagram, you were like, stories, updates, pictures, fucking weed plants outside, weed plants inside, fucking fat stacks of buds, fat stacks of everything that homie was, you know, trading with everyone for this and for that, and he had an impressive stack of glass, he had an a impressive covering of ink, um, and, and the, the dude was just, he was like an, an, an Aussie larrikin in, uh, in the sense, in all the best ways that I would use larrikin. I don't mean like an idiot drongo. I mean, you know, he, he just, he vibed, man. He, he didn't give a fuck, uh, not just about that, but just in general. And, um, look, I, I didn't know him super well. I chatted to him a lot. Um, he came over for the podcast that one time. Uh, and, and in fact, he came over for a second time. And that's what this podcast is. 
in, in a long way around. So, look, I, I can't even think back to when it was uh, waking up to a, a phone call in the early hours of the morning from, from Dylan's partner and letting me know that, that Dylan had passed away. Um, so I, I know I'm going around in circles here and it's the only way I'm going to get it out. Um, so yeah, I, I, I woke up to that bad news. Um, and before that, I guess there'd been other bad news. Dylan at, at one point, uh, he, he was raided by police, right? Uh, for, for, you know, growing tons of fucking weed. And, um, when it all went down, I reached out to him, made sure it was all, all good. And, and then I, I asked him if he was up for the idea of talking about it, right? Because I, I dare say anybody who grows cannabis in an illegal black market, no matter where you are in the world, um, you know, you, you think about what might happen if someone knocks on your door, no doubt. And, uh, and Dylan had that knock on his door, yeah. Um, and he was just super candid in talking about the whole thing, the whole process, as Dylan just was in life. He, he didn't really have any, anything to hide. He put it all out there. Um, and, and this is that podcast uh, coming up. Um, look, I, I went to Dylan's funeral. It was uh, a, a beautiful service. Uh, he's from a small country town in Victoria and, you know, as is often the way in those towns, there are solid groups of friends who've been tight for a long time and, um, you know, I, I, I was a bit of an outsider looking in, but uh, I could see that Dylan in his short time had touched a lot of people uh, and, and that wasn't surprising at all because, you know, I, I only hung out with him a couple of times and he was just a really really rad dude but it was a lovely service um for those of you that that know dill he was a pretty artistic free-spirited psychedelic kind of fella um and 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 sadly i've been to a few funerals to date and um one thing that his family did was that it was a pure white casket and and they got a lord knows how many beautiful uh, brightly colored um, sharpies and and everybody at the service was invited to come up and uh, and write a message draw a picture do a design and um, yeah it was amazing and I yeah it, it, I just remember when I went up and wrote on the coffin there was obviously uh, one of his very good friends who delivered part of the eulogy was drawing a an amazing picture and and he was just just torn apart and it's it's always sad when somebody young passes away before their time but uh it would appear that was dylan's choice so look without any further ado thanks for bearing with me uh, i i know this is going to be tough for some of you to listen to um i i didn't even edit it um it's just the conversation that we had uh yeah so um i hope you take something away from it if you're a a, a grower um you know 
in a black market situation, this is probably an interesting chat to listen to. Um, because, yeah, as I said, Dylan goes through the, the whole process from the doors coming down to the night at the police station to trying to ditch his phone to, you know, reaching out to everybody to uh, going to court and, and actually to, like, making some changes in his life um, uh, that, uh, you know, enrolling in school, getting involved in a horticulture degree uh, and just changing some of his lifestyle habits so kick back pack a big fat bowl and spend some time with uh, a bloody good dude Dill Dabbins it's a Herbalized podcast we're here with uh, the infamous the notorious Dill Dabbins for round two <laughs> dude thanks for coming over That's good to have you um so if you've listened to previous podcasts, we had Dill and Cronmaster episodes back now. Um, come and have a bit of a chat. And Dill has, you know, he's well known for growing a lot of herb, or having grown a lot of herb. We should probably say that right off the <laughs> top. Um, and and being really like balls to the walls about it, not really giving a shit, which a lot of people have admired and kind of been wish that they could have had the balls to do that um but for those of you that don't know I'll, I'll let dill kind of explain what's happened over the past sort of four months or so now yeah yeah, yeah. um and it's going to be a, a very different spectrum to what we were talking about last time but it's a, a really important episode this one uh so about four months ago i got busted uh police kicked my door in um with a search warrant uh took all my grow equipment and all my bud uh, Bit so of a life-changing experience. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, automatically people are going to assume like, well, that's what you get for, for being flashy and, you know, putting it all out there. But I think, we sh you know, you've been able to, through like court proceedings and stuff like that, piece together what's happened. And, yeah. you know, you, you have an, a kind of idea of, you know, it's, and a grudged person has, has gone yeah. and said something to the wrong person. And yeah, really. like it was nothing to do with social media. It was someone that I knew from personal life, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, it, let, let's talk about the experience. I mean, so the cops kick in the door. What time was it? I think it was about eight in the morning. Eight in the morning. Yep, yeah. So. I was in bed from the night before, sitting up, organizing stuff for me grow, and I'd only gotten back from a weekend away. I'd actually had everything stashed away while I was gone. Yeah, right. I just finished pulling it all out of the stash spots and putting it just <laughs> oh, in my cupboards. No. And I'd go to bed about one or two in the morning and wake up at eight in the morning with them kicking in the door about, I think it was about seven of them. <laughs> any niceness at all or just uh, once they like took me out the front some of them were kind of nice to me but as soon yeah. as I, I try to glorify marijuana like in, you know in the most intelligent and nice way possible they're yeah. just like no nah, that, that's bad you can't do that yeah. <laughs> and so what how long were they at the house what did, what did they take um, um, pretty much all of my bud all my growing equipment um, all my seed collection they left all my nutrients, I think, just because they couldn't be bothered with any more paperwork. Yeah, too heavy, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You got those big bottles. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they they charge you, obviously. Now, do they charge you, like, obviously, like, for, for any weight you would have had stored? But how does it go for the for the plants themselves? 
Um, yeah, I got charged for cultivation. Yeah, yeah. and they, they like X amount of plants, like however many yeah, you have going. Yeah, there's about 50, but only like 10 of them were fully grown. Yeah, right. The majority so, of them are little clones. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's a seedling or a yeah. clone or... You can't even argue that like, well, technically, they're clones, so it's only really one plant. Yeah. <laughs> no, as soon as it's in its own pot and it's got roots, I think. Yeah. They probably even try to charge you for one without roots. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I mean, so... Can can we ask like what was the what was the summation of what what did you have on you at the time? You had like fifty plants. Yeah, no, about two and a half pound of bud, uh, about two and a half pound of trim, damn. about a couple of ounces of keef. Damn, <laughs> damn, damn. But that keef I was just about to press too. Oh, <laughs> and so from there they take you. They obviously take you down to the station. I'm guessing. Yeah, they they took me like an hour away because they were from yeah station about an hour away. Yeah, so I was in a little country town. And, I mean, I'm sure their assumption straight away is that you're probably growing to to supply. And those of you that, like, have followed your Instagram scene, it's not like you're a, a small a small user. No. Um, and, well, you, I mean, you're not smoking anymore, so we'll, we'll talk about that as well. But, um, you know, you had a... Did they look at you for like distribution or selling or anything? Yeah, like that's that? I was or? straight onto it. Like, yeah. oh, this isn't just for personal use, mate. Look how much there is here. And I was like, yeah, but if I was selling it, it wouldn't be all in its own jars, mark what strains what. There wouldn't be this much of this one and fuck all of this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I had to plead to them. Like this is literally my personal collection. Give me parents a bit, maybe a couple of buddies, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess ultimately that's. They, you know, they don't care whether it's... Yeah, just and they didn't find or... any scales or large amounts of money, so that, like yeah. they sort of started to believe me after a while. Yeah. <laughs> and so you you spend some time at the police station, they're talking to you, obviously, and where do you go to from there? I mean, how long did you spend in custody? Uh, only overnight, got bailed the next day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and, and what are the proceedings from there? I mean, obviously, there's a court hearing um, of some sort. I went to court about a month after that, and it got adjourned because um, the lawyer hadn't organised the stuff yet because they hadn't sent him the briefs. Yeah, enough. Right. Like, he'd only yep. gotten the brief, like, a couple of days before I went to court, yep. so we just adjourned it. Um, and then another month after that, I went and I uh, pled guilty. Yep. And, um, yeah, they let me off with just a suspended yeah. sentence thing. And um, that was all under the advice of the lawyer? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he did a really good job yep. of, like, saying, like, ah, he's, he's just a smoker. He's not trying to make any money. He's not He's not a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the lawyer was a smoker himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, how's it, how's it impacted you personally, the whole experience? I mean, obviously, you're not able to cultivate any, any plants at the moment. Yeah. Um, so it, I was pretty depressed and upset about all, all the lost weed and equipment for the first few weeks. Yeah, I mean, that's lots yeah. of work, man. Yeah. Lots of hard work. Yeah, it was a good few years of stuff that I built up, especially yeah. the equipment and the seeds. Um, but yeah, no, I sort of just took it as a blessing in disguise and decided to get me shit together a bit, got a job, yeah. doing horticulture at TAFE next month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember you saying it was a bit of like a, a bit of a sign when your partner brought back some some short course applications and there yeah. was a hort yeah what app on there yeah so where to from here man i mean you you know were, were you in that bad of a state prior to them knocking down the door that morning i was probably smoking a lot too way too much yeah. fun of us but yeah. yeah nothing compared to what some people are like <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but you know it's how's it impacted like friends family relationships 
Um, definitely a lot of people have distanced themselves from me. Yeah. Because that's fair enough. Yeah. But it also shows like some people that really do care about you that don't care, you know, they don't, doesn't bother them what you've done and yeah. they know that you're not red hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, and so enrolled in TAFE now? Yeah. Yeah. When does that all kick off? Uh, February the 11th. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And then what sort of, follow-up is there from from the courts and stuff like that do you have to um, I've got test to go, or i've got to go like to that. corrections it was once a week yeah up until uh, last week i went and saw her and she said that i've been making so much progress um she'll take it to fortnightly yeah um she sent me to a drug and alcohol counselor for a standard four sessions it's just yep. the minimum yep. they, they can put you through type thing or like um, that. and i went and saw him a couple of days ago and he's like what are you here for mate I said I was growing cannabis and he thought it was a joke that they're even sending people to him for growing cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's weird, yeah. hey, because there are parts in the world now where legalization has gone through, where there are people in jail for, yeah. you know, selling, growing cannabis when now you can do it as long as you've got the right permit and the right license to, to back you up. Yeah. So, I mean, what's, what were the official charges at the end of the day? Um, cultivating, traffic, possession, and use. Wow, they, that sound, yeah. they make, that sounds really like, <laughs> fucking, yeah. you know. Makes you sound... Yeah, you sound like a narco dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, in terms of, like, her saying that you've made good progress, that's to, like, enrolling in TAFE and, yeah. you know. So I was pretty proactive and I sort of did all that stuff before I even got to corrections. Yeah. And that, that looked really good in court too. Yeah. And that's probably why they're a bit more lenient on me. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, no doubt there are listeners out there who, you know, probably cultivate a little bit of cannabis at home. And it's, a, you know, it's a constant worry, like, over your shoulder, like, yeah. who can I talk to? Who can I trust? Um, you know, and it, it's what's going to happen if I get caught, yeah. you know, and you hear all sorts of different stories. So it's good to like, I think it's important for people to hear. And I mean, what advice would you offer? You know, if somebody listening to this, if, if the police knock on their door tomorrow morning, what, what did you learn from it? I mean, oh, so I'll probably talk to myself into a few of the charges, mainly because I wanted to get out of the cells in time to warn everyone else. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I definitely like was a bit over the top with that. I probably shouldn't have owned up to some of this stuff. I should have waited till I got the lawyer. Yeah. Because yeah, some of the worst charges I got put on were only because I admitted to giving me parents weed, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a shame, man. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just cooperate, right? Like, yeah. you know, don't, don't, yeah, be, don't be you're, you're done. They'll, they'll yeah. treat you worse. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so when I had to go out and for cutting cords on some of the lights and they're like, we'll take your newts as well. And like, righto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a few thousand dollars worth of newts there. Yeah. I might as well keep them and fucking pass them on or something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so you're not smoking. Is that out of choice or are you getting um, screened? Or? When, when I first got out of the sales, it was kind of like, well, they took them a week. I, really, yeah. I, I didn't really want <laughs> to go buy smoke. crack weed off someone. Yeah. Um, and then as the time went on I was like oh I might as well stay off it for a little while until yeah. this, the original thing was because that like just on bail conditions was no yeah. smoking so I thought oh after that I might smoke yeah. then they when I went to court they said oh you're going to get random drug tests I thought oh 
I'll, I'll leave yeah. that for a while. I've recently talked to my corrections officer and she says, as long as we're not seeing huge amounts in your system, we're probably just going to look the other way. Yeah. But, you know, don't go out of your way to start smoking yeah. again. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And and how are you finding it? How long has it been since you... I mean, that's like yeah, about, four months about or four right? months. Like yeah. the, the night before I got busted was the last time I smoked. Yeah. Probably like one in the morning on the 28th of August. Yeah. <laughs> and how are you finding it? Oh, it was, it was terrible for the first few weeks. could barely sleep. It was really irritable. But yeah. once you get past those first couple of weeks, it's pretty easy. Yeah, you get the dreams back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We actually enjoy yeah. the dreams. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And so where to from here? I mean... I'm going to do my course. Hopefully, if I do well in the Cert 3, maybe go on to the diploma. Yeah. If I do well enough in the diploma, I might look into going to uni and doing botany or something like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Get into it the right way. Yeah, and yeah. I got got a decent for like semi full time job at the moment. So yeah. just stick to that. Yeah, sweet. Sort of a new start. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, I can't wait to smoke again. <laughs> <laughs> and so when when do you reckon you're gonna do that? Um well the the job I'm at at the moment, uh, to go uh, permanent part time, I've got to get drug tested, so I thought I might wait till after that. Yeah. And then if I do get the job maybe have a celebratory smoke. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But it, it's probably going to be that kind of a usage factor where it's not a not an everyday thing. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely not an everyday thing. And I'll, I'll probably just go to straight green, no mixes at all to yep. try and kick the habit. That's, that's <laughs> the way to go. Yeah. If you can do it. And you were saying you feel more motivated and... Yeah, yeah. that was definitely the main negative effect of cannabis for me. Yeah just yeah lack of motivation but then for a hardcore stoner i was getting a lot of stuff done no not yeah, as much yeah. as i should yeah but. exactly <laughs> yeah i mean yeah you've got, you've got to factor in the time that you take just to smoke a week <laughs> day as well you might yeah. end up smoking weed for an hour of the day no probably more yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably six hours of the day of just sitting exactly. there smoking. so you're really maximizing your time <laughs> it's a very productive stoner <laughs> Um, so you're down in Melbourne, you're getting, some, getting a tattoo done. Yeah. Who's the artist? Uh, Sam, in Sam slash Insamnia is his uh, Instagram profile from yep. Oculus. Yeah. Cool. And it's um, it's going to be a big piece, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, Ninja Cyborg Raiden from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. I'm sure people... I'd, yeah, some people know yeah. what I'm talking about. I saw some <laughs> photos today. It looks like it's going to be cool. Um, yeah, man. Anything, anything you want to talk about? Like from the experience that you think maybe we miss that, that you think is important to put out there? Um, just uh, make sure you know who you're dealing with in real life because, yeah, Instagram people can be cunts, but, yeah, it's more likely that someone that knows you or a neighbour or something is going to be the one that dogs you in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's yeah. worth, like, stressing... Well, not stressing, but pointing out that, you know, how did it been to do with Instagram than, like you were saying last night, you know, it it would have come up out somewhere in court or whatever, yeah. what have you, because... Yeah, the only things off my phone that they used against me in court was a couple of old messages from some local buddies that were literally like two years old that yeah. I'd forgotten about. Yeah. And there was no mention of any social media yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, which like, I, you know... <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah, but I'm it, sure it was everyone will As be. soon as I got out yeah. of the cells, I jumped on my tablet and logged out of everything and yeah. they obviously hadn't given the phone to their tech guys yet, yeah. which so is they, yeah, a dumb move on their part. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess, like, there must be somebody in the cops who's savvy to that shit, but... Because they were country cops, I don't... Like, it would have maybe taken a week to get it to their Melbourne guy. Totally, right. (laughs) Totally. 
Yeah. yeah, so I guess whatever it was that sparked their interest in the mm. first place was probably just some fucking, you know, fucking vengeful dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, man. Like, if you know, you know, you can, even if you have, like, tight suspicions, you can never 100% know because it, it could be who you least suspect as well in any time. And that's, yeah. the, that's the problem that the situation we're in with, like, no legal or at least decriminalized aspect to it it brings a whole fucking bunch of squirminess that even yeah. if like, you know, like you were saying earlier, people who, you know, are supposed to be your buddies and your friends and it, it we should just be fighting the laws together, not each other. Mm. So yeah, it's a, it's a shame, man, that it happens because there, there were a few people that got done around the same time and I know people were Yeah, we, like, we all peeked out that it was all connected. <laughs> then we talked to all talked to one another and we're like, yeah. no, it's got nothing to do with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, how, how things go sometimes. Yeah. But if you're out there and if you're cultivating cannabis, especially considering what time of year it is. I'm pretty sure I, I talked to two of the other main guys that got done around the same time and they yeah. said the exact same thing has happened to me. It was someone that got narky with them that they knew in real life. <laughs> and fuck, if you get narky at somebody you know who's growing cannabis, don't be a dick. <laughs> All right, like, you know, find another way to get at them, but don't, don't go get the cops involved. That's just fucking lame. <laughs> it's not cool at all. Um, well, I'd, I'd be, because I'd been away that weekend, I hid all my stuff because I thought I was someone might try to rob my house. Come back and everything's there, pull it all out, and then the cops come and rob my house. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked there's nothing cool about that at all man ah man well I'm sorry Um, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen because of Instagram I'm Mm. sorry there's a fucking douche out there Um, no I've noticed a few few people just full deleted their accounts after that period too not just because of me I think because a few guys got done they're like no screw this app it's this app (laughs) well that's that paranoia for you which unfortunately isn't necessarily inherent in cannabis it's inherent in cannabis in an illegal society yeah exactly (laughs) it's a shame but um, I mean it sounds like it's it's been really good for you in a lot of ways as well. So yeah. like you've been able to... Other, other than all the, the lost money. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, what's, you know, what's money? You didn't, didn't end up doing any time. Nah. Fucking, you know, not, not in community service. You just got nah, to check like, in with somebody it, every it now It was and really then. nice about that. I yeah. was for sure that I was going to get community yeah. service. Yeah. So, you know, effectively a slap yeah. on the wrist and a bunch of lessons learned. So I think, I guess that's probably prevalent of trending attitudes towards cannabis as well like like the guy you saw being like why are they sending you doing this anymore you know it's just it's a waste of resources and like when i told him i've I've already got a new job um starting taste and all that sort of stuff moved away from some of my triggers that might make me want to smoke more cannabis he's like oh we've got nothing to talk about mate we'll just talk about some life goals or something just have a random chat about life Oh, well, well, at least some of the people in the system recognize it and they're probably like the ones that are really on the ground level yeah. and see the bigger problems than like yeah. somebody who comes in for growing a bit of weed. Yeah. What about the dude who's fucking smoking a ton of meth down the road? I was about to say that. He, yeah. Like one of the main things he said to me is, oh, this is a bad drug. And I was like, yeah, I know. I've lost yeah. a few mates to that yeah. one. <laughs> you know, there's there's way, way more important things to be spending resources <laughs> and time on than, you know, a little bit of cannabis cultivation but you know we'll, we'll see what happens those expos always get me jazzed 
<laughs> the buzz lasts for a cup, a good couple of months, you know, and you're yeah. like, yeah, it's gonna, I'm gonna do this. I had more fun at the one just gone being there sober, being actually able to interact yeah, with people that. a bit better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's funny, man, because stoners, for for a lot of us, we all have some like social anxieties, hang-ups, you yeah. know, little little idiosyncrasies and different things about us you know that a lot of us seek out cannabis for like you know self-medication for yeah a lot of the time it doesn't make some of those things better it just masks it yeah like, it totally can I'm, I'm definitely more social now that i don't smoke yeah but i used to smoke because i didn't want to be in social situations but yeah. it, it just made me go more introverted yeah to, <laughs> now you just have to go and do them yeah yeah yeah, so it's it's funny because once you stick a whole bunch of stoners together with all their introvertedness and stuff like that, mm. it can be hard to get them to be like, mm. you know, wild up and open up and have some fun. But I, I still put a lot of that down to, you know, it being criminalized. Yeah. Once you lift that aspect off stuff, you can just be so much more free and have so much more fun about it. Or like meeting someone you've talked on to online and then you're like unsure of them when you first meet them, but then when you get to know them, you're like, oh, no, yeah. they're all right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and that, you know, that happens with, fortunately that happens a lot through the online community. Mm. And a lot of good friendships get formed on there. It's great yeah. to see. The first year I had about, I don't know, 10 or 15 people just tap me on the shoulder, do what it happens. Shit, who are you? Because none of these guys had their faces on their profile yeah. and then they tell me their tag name. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always funny introducing yourself through Instagram. That happens at the shop a lot. It's like, do you do the Herbalize podcast? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm like, who are you? And they're like, oh, I'm at blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, man. Well, I reckon we wrap this up because it's. Yeah. Uh, it's quarter 11 you guys got to go get some ink done sooner yeah, or later sweet. so thanks for dropping by man i think it's a, a cool thing that you were cool to talk about it and put yeah. it out there you know as you've been as free with this as you were with the cannabis cultivation <laughs> i'm really stoked that you know you didn't just get fully bummed out and keep riding the wave of bumness you like you took it to be a sign and yeah. you know yeah and it's not like you're bummed out on cannabis at all you're just like yep cool maybe i'll just dial it in a little bit take some time out and hopefully yeah. do it legally next time yeah man. <laughs> god willing let's hope all right man thanks so much and ciao all right thanks for tuning into that one i know it would have been hard for for some of you all to to listen to um but you know that was a really candid chat that dill laid out there highlighting what happened and, and, and the whole shenanigans so I'm just going to say rest in power deal if you got uh, you know get a mix ready chop one up pack one up smoke that sucker and send it up to the heavens Rest in power deal. So guys, uh, to get me through this, I, I edited a, another podcast. Let's just keep moving, all right? Um, I edited another podcast on brighter and happier things. Uh, it was a conversation I had with Abe Gray from the Fuckamana 
uh, Cannabis Museum in New Zealand, who, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, are coming up to a referendum on legal cannabis or have hopefully passed a referendum for adult use of cannabis. Um, so I'll, I will drop that really soon uh, in the not too distant future. Uh, I really plan to be over that hurdle now and bring you guys some great content, keep it moving and grooving. Um, give thanks to uh, everybody who's made lockdown bearable. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Insta crew, uh, my friends and fam. Uh, it, it's been great. Uh, I've definitely reached out and made a few different connections online during this crazy time. But of course, as always, the legendary Dr. Green Thumbs, get on over and check him out. Scott is always developing new and uh, exciting products. There's a great range of stuff to check out at the website, www. Dr. Green Thumbs with an S.com.au. Um, go check out the full range there. Heaps of amazing stuff uh, or delivered around the country, of course. Um, to the guys at Biodiesel, also an incredible range of uh, gardening solutions there. Um, those guys also always bringing in new products. They've got a cocoa mix out there now. They've got their new supernatural stuff too. Uh, so be sure to get over to www.biodieselnutrients.com.au and check them out. And last but certainly not least, uh, to Smoke Dreams. Uh, guys, it, we are, Smoke Dreams is based out of Melbourne. Um, Melbourne's, you know, in the tail end now hopefully fingers crossed of uh, a really long arduous and uh, bank breaking um, lockdown uh, and the store for the last five weeks or something now has not been able to open um, we have been trading online and we've got 20% off so head on over to www.smokedreams.com.au order yourself uh, some glass, papers, uh, some smell-proof bags, backpacks, some vape gear. I'm guaranteed you'll find something cool. 20% off as well. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in to the episode. Here comes DeMarco. Big up all the fallen soldiers everywhere. And rest in peace yeah. to the late Great. This is for my soldiers. Real, real soldiers. All right, everybody. Yeah. Stay here, This is for my fallen soldiers. We miss you. I know you can't be with you. Can't find it back of Life is so real. This is for my fallen soldiers. We miss you. I know you can't be with you. Can't find it back of As a little youth used to hang up on the corner Me and the one of my friends and we have on some marijuana Although enough and we never grew up with no father Still we have to try the best to make it cross the border But some boy threw them big like all Kogan Come and chat, tell them we no listen slogan We pray for them before we take program We no grow wrong, no, we no grow wrong This is for my fallen soldiers, we miss you For my fallen soldiers, we miss you. I know.
of them not like we Them know them wrong and still I take it fight we Kill off a friend and think me take it lightly And the whole of no boy me a free When I want a more funeral No more burial Stop behaving like wild animals Get more spiritual Get more biblical I'm gonna take a wash off over the mineral you save your soul, you save yourself Why you rest in peace? So tell Jaja we need some help For trying for the peace This is for my father 